When the New Orleans Zone, welcome home. You are at home with Renee Antoinette, and I am excited, excited, excited. Now, granted, we are home sick today. <laughs> uh, I am a little under the weather, but I'm still excited. I will persist anyhow. Okay, honey? We are in season six of the Miss Antoinette podcast. This is the house of Antoinette. And from cured to healed, I'm excited to get into this episode, uh, this next episode, which is entitled Barriers Instead of Breakthroughs. But before we get to that, I, I'm excited because, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the Diamond Life Luncheon, and I've got some new stuff going on. We've got different kinds of prizes and giveaways it, it's a co-ed event this year so ladies bring your husbands your uncles your grandfathers your brothers your sons whomever bring who you want to bring um and you can purchase tickets via the link in the show notes as well but we're getting closer to the diamond life luncheon where we will actually live record the season finale um before we get into barriers instead of breakthroughs, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by SenseSense. SenseSense is a company that is near and dear to my heart because the owner and founder is someone I love very much, my aunt, Cynthia. Now, uh, Cynthia Webster is the owner, creator, and founder of SenseSense, and she is extremely excited to announce the relaunch of her all-natural handmade body products. The new body butter formula, y'all, now it has avocado butter and vitamin E. And you can get that in uh, body butter, but also body scrubs and a shea butter body scrub. Oh my goodness. I have been using, so I've used most of the products. But when I tell you, baby, that this shea butter body scrub is divine, I mean, I, I already like body scrubs because, you know, they just leave you feeling so luxurious. But there's something about the shea butter aspect to this that is just, it's phenomenal. So her products are everything you need to feel renewed, healed, and have that baby soft skin taking moisturize to a new level. If you want more information about Sense Sense, the link to her website is also in the show notes, and you can find her on Facebook and Instagram as at Sense Sense. Again, all the information is in the show notes. It's super excited. Uh, Sense Sense is actually also a featured vendor at the Diamond Life Luncheon. So if you are listening to this before the luncheon happens and you want to come get yourself some Sense Sense and try it out in person, um, we'd love to have you at the Diamond Life Luncheon. So without further ado, let's get right into barriers instead of breakthroughs. Now, we have been talking this season about the process and the difference between being cured and all the way being healed. And I started thinking about, you know, what keeps us from getting there? Because sometimes we think that we're there. And then a situation or scenario comes up and we realize, no, that that wasn't quite it. Oh, goodness. So I kept it short. (laughs) I know I say that every episode, y'all. But 
I'm, I'm going to do my very best to be concise and stick to the point. So one of the things that I think is a barrier to getting to the other side of your healing, and I cannot wait to share the healing message live with you guys at the Diamond Life Luncheon. Ooh, because I got a word last night and I'm excited to share it. So one of the things I think that is um, that that is a barrier instead of a breakthrough is that we get into the habit of accepting things instead of challenging them. And I don't just mean, oh, I'm accepting that I lost my job. No, I mean accepting our internal things. We're accepting the thought processes. We're accepting the negative self-talk. We are accepting um you know, disrespect from outside sources and family members and friends and relationships. We accept it instead of challenging it. And if you haven't already listened to, I want to say that was season four, maybe, uh, Positions of Power. Uncomfortable is a position of power because to get out of that uncomfortable situation, you've got to do something. You've got to stand. You've got to move. You've got to shift. So that is a very powerful place to be. And I will say that over here on this side, challenging things is a powerful thing that you can do that will help you get to finding your healing. Let me give you an example because you know your girl comes with the examples. And I think I shared probably once this season already or a few times that I was having, um, I was being really challenged with negative thoughts like on a very very consistent and unnecessarily frequent amount of time and I had not I I, at first I was just like man it sucks I just I'm thinking all these things this really sucks you know you wake up and you're thinking negativity you're you driving down the street you experience negativity I I do have road rage if you know me you know I I'm I'm working the Lord is working on me now (laughs) but I started to accept that this is how the how it's just going to be I started to accept that this is just how I feel about myself or I started to accept that this is just this is now my norm right I've accepted it so much that I have now adopted it as the norm When I tell you that I sat down with myself and said, absolutely not. And this is one of the things we're going to talk about live uh, at the season finale. But some days, I'm not even going to say some, I'm going to say most days, I have to go into the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from me. And that sometimes is a tug of war. But the power you feel after you have pulled your joy from the clutches of the enemy's hand (laughs) once you have pulled it and grasped it for yourself it's going to become that much harder for him to take it from you the next time so when you start having negative self-talk and these things that we're again I personally I had kind of accepted that I allowed my brain to just go there. Well, no, that is never going to work out because, oh, I'm not talented enough. I don't have enough experience for this thing. I don't have enough time for that. I don't. Child, it was not until, let me, LMR, let me repeat. It was not until I realized that 
to accept it is the cure. But to be healed, I've got to challenge it. I have to sit down with myself and say, Brene, nope, you are qualified, and here's why. Let me give you the list. Green beans, y'all remember that song? You name it. (laughs) Nope. You are healed, and let me tell you why. Because we're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. The word says this, 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 and this. So now I'm no longer just accepting. Even when I wake up, before I put on my makeup, um, and I start to think negative thoughts in my relationships, in my, oh my goodness, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a chronic overthinker. And I have had to pray. I have had to pray the negativity away. I have had to pray the repetition away. I have had to pray (laughs) for the Lord to be a mind regulator because it was really starting to eat at me how much negativity I was fostering. Now, you, I feel like if you know me, you would be surprised to hear that because I'm generally a very glass half full person. Majority of the time I'm smiling. I'm fairly outgoing, some would say. <laughs> um, so I think you might be surprised to learn that I struggled with negativity and not negativity as it pertains to the rest of the world, but very often about myself. I would be overthinking and over talking to myself about, oh, I wonder how they perceived that thing that I said. And oh, I wonder if this and oh, you know what they probably did. So I need to go ahead and, and did it. I mean, just ridiculous, re freaking ridiculous how much my mind would just bing, 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 like go from one thought to the next thought to the next thought and not in a positive way. So, thought on me. To go from cured to healed, you have to stop accepting things and start challenging them. I even had to do that, like I said, in some of my relationships where my thought naturally went to the negative thing. Oh, well, they probably. No. Why? Why did you just think that? (laughs) Why would you think that? (laughs) What about this? What if it's this thing? Right? And that really causes kind of a growth process within you on multiple levels because one, now you're creating different narratives. I also, one of the ways that I challenge things is just to start asking more direct questions. It doesn't make sense for me to be over here guessing, speculating, and again, creating narrative when I could just go to the source and say, hey, was this this? No? Okay, cool. Then, then I have not wasted any time trying to figure out what the narrative was, trying to what I like to refer to as spiral. That is how my mind works. I'm, I done created four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different scenarios of what it could possibly be, and none of them are positive. So I had to start challenging my mind and saying, nope, think differently. What if it's this? What if it does work out? What if 10 people say yes? Right? And what if on the other side of that no is a bigger blessing? Mm. We'll get into that on the live, uh, in the in the in person. Okay. Another thing that keeps us from going from just staying cured to actually being here healed is, and these two next two points go together, but placing band-aids versus doing surgery. 
I have a history of being a get over itter. I want to get over it so I can move to the next thing. I don't want to go through it because I don't want to grow through it. I don't want the painful process of having to go under the knife, so to speak, to to have this uh, mass removed. I don't want to have to do that. So just go ahead, staple me up, <laughs> give me a little suture situation, and we'll just keep it keep it moving, keep it pushing. And if I can use breast cancer as another example of that, when I first went in and they did the initial lumpectomy, the the lumpectomy um, was was just a little piece. That was actually. Listen to this, y'all. That was actually stage zero. Some of us want to just stay at the lumpectomy. Why went in? I did a little bit of work. Okay, but that wasn't even the full cancer. You didn't... I had to go back. I had to go back and do a double mastectomy, bilateral mastectomy. I had to remove both breasts. That was the only way to make sure, and that was... That wasn't even the, and that was just the beginning. Lord have mercy. This is a word I want you to understand. That was just the beginning because what it did was they went and they took the cancer, right? They went in, they took the the, the stage two out, which was going to require removing both breasts. Then they had the audacity to come back and say, Ooh, I just want to make sure that we cleared the margins that we got enough of the cancer out that we have also enough of a perimeter of non-cancerous cells so we need to go back in there and just make sure that we got that okay thanks for letting us do that we you know what remember last time when I had said that I wanted to make sure yeah I need to do that one more time I want you to understand that to go from cure to being healed is a painful process that you cannot just go in and have that initial lumpectomy and hope that the, the rest of the cancer that's living in your life, in your finances, in your relationship, in your mindset is going to be cured because you took the stage zero out. No, you got to go back in, boo-boo. You got to go back in, go ahead and do that. <laughs> do that lumpectomy, that mastectomy, that re-excision, that radiation, that chemotherapy, whatever it's going to require to have you to end up on the other side of this thing, being better than you were before you entered it, that's the process. And you can't just put a Band-Aid over it. Um, I know some of the people that listen to this are people who know me, who visited me in the hospital, who came to see me after I got out of the hospital, even just this last time. Um, And, you know, I'm... (laughs) Wrap tight. It's not just a band-aid. I had so many things. And then, ooh, y'all, they they put these tubes inside of you so that your blood can drain out. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Terrible. And if you've ever had a, any kind of, like, larger procedure, they usually do have to do the drains because your body just naturally needs to literally drain out some of this excess blood and fluid that, that's naturally uh, being created. But I want you to understand that it's not just a band-aid. When you really start getting into the nitty-gritty of the work that it's going to 
that needs to take place for you to actually be restored, for you to actually be healed, that's going to require a surgery. It's going to require some tools and supplies. It's going to require a team, possibly. It might require some research. It might require more of you than you have been willing to give to it. Ooh, look, we're we going to talk about this in the live. So I hope that you're in the building when we record it. Because, honey. Okay, this is our last point. We're, look at us. Look at us. Whew. What is a barrier to our healing? Looking outward versus looking inward. It is stupid easy to point out all the ways in which other people, other situations, other scenarios have played a part in where we are today, right? Like, it is so easy to say, well, all of these men just always, <laughs> okay, sis, but you keep choosing them. And now, <laughs> okay um, all of these ladies all of my co-workers all of these okay but if all of these people and it's one common denominator if you're not looking inward for your healing you're looking in the wrong place you gotta look in and you gotta look up those are the only places you gotta look let me tell you and I am gonna touch on this um, at the season finale but I, it's a valid point for in the right now if <laughs> if I can turn back um, there have been times in relationships where I have composed, okay, uh, composed letters, bullet points. You know how you get into an altercation or an argument with somebody, and then after the fact, you remember all the good points, right? Oh, I should have said that. You know, and then you start keeping, you start keeping track. <laughs> Um, when I worked at Fitum, they would call that back pocket information, right? Anything that you just want to whip out occasionally. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and another thing. Um, so I had done that many times, like where I'm literally trying to put together the contents of what I need to say. Or I'm trying to get out of my mind, right? And, and, and out of my heart, all the things. And if I could just have one more conversation with him so I could tell him all of these good points then I'll feel better if you have ever told yourself that I just want to I want to Maury Povich and say we determined that was a lie (laughs) if you think that God would tie your healing to the comprehension and perspective of someone else on the exterior of you you are sadly mistaken If you think that God would tie your healing to another person, and I don't mean through prophecy, I don't mean, you know, through a doctor, that's not what I mean. Your emotional, your actual emotional healing. If you think that God would tie your emotional healing to another person's actions or thought processes, you're mistaken. You're mistaken. And a lot of us make that mistake because we feel like, well, if I could just tell my mother how she made me feel and we could talk through it and then she would apologize and again, here we go, creating different scenarios and narratives, right? If I could just tell my father how this affected me that he did, then then I could be healed. 
if I could just go back and talk to that person I was in a relationship with and I could really show them my perspective I could tell them when they said this this is what it did and this is why I did that you gotta let go that is a barrier to your healing if you think that any conversation any diagram letter PowerPoint presentation (laughs) dance routine Sign language, I don't know what all the things. If you think that you're about to create something that is going to help someone else give you the freedom to heal, that's a barrier. That is a barrier. That is a barrier. And again, so many of us, I think we operate under the assumption that I have to get my point across because once this person understands my intent, my heart, my heartache, my heartbreak, um, even the purity of my heart, right? Whatever the thing, if we could just get them to comprehend, then I'll be healed. If we could get them to acknowledge their wrongdoing, then I'll be healed. If we could get, that's a barrier. You got to stop looking outward. Your healing needs to look in and look up. But that, that's it and that's all. Your healing is not tied to someone else's validation. Your healing is not tied to someone else's acknowledgement of their wrongdoing. Your healing is not tied to the reconciliation of the relationship. God in heaven. Where's my tambourine? Your Your healing is not tied to the reconciliation of that relationship. If I could just get so-and-so on the phone and we could just get back to how we used to be, then I... No... No, no. If my wife would just stop, no, no. If my husband would come back, no. (laughs) That's not where your healing lies. That's not where your healing lies. Your healing does not lie in another person. Stop looking outward. That's a barrier. That's a barrier. Your healing is not tied to another person's acknowledgement, validation, comprehension, apology, or reconciliation. That That's not where. Mm-mm. You'll never find it. If you're looking outward, you're not going to find him. You look, you, no. Mm-mm. And again, I'm not talking about a physical healing. I'm not talking about, please go to the doctor if you are sick. Please take your medicine. <laughs> please have the procedure if that's what they are saying. Get, get a couple of opinions, but do do what the doctors are saying. I'm talking about an emotional healing. If I could just get this much money, I'll be healed. That's a barrier. If I could just look like this, I'll be happy. That's a barrier. Once I, that's a barrier. <laughs> if I, that's a barrier. Whatever you, whatever thought that you had that did not have something to directly do with you in the present, in the situation and circumstances that you are today. If you never talked to another person, got another dollar, dime, cent, didn't get the apology, didn't get the comprehension, didn't get the validation, your healing is your responsibility. You've got to work inward and upward with God on that thing and stop looking outward because that is a, a barrier. You can't have a breakthrough if you keep trying to break outside of yourself to find the answer. That's the hard work. The hard work is sitting at home in the midst of the mess that you either created or allowed yourself to be a part of. We're not going to get into that. 
I'm not. I'm gonna leave that one right there. Because here's the thing. I have a lot of competing thoughts. So I'm gonna just <laughs> I said I was gonna stay on one. <laughs> I said I was gonna stay on the topic, and this is on the topic kind of a little bit. But okay, so let's take relationships because you know I love to take relationships. Whew. Now. I'm going to just say the things that are coming to my mind because I felt like sometimes, you know, if it's coming to my mind, somebody's probably experienced it or needs to hear it. This goes back to my point number one about accepting things versus challenging them. Sometimes we come out of a situation. We got the cure, right? But we start accepting things like relationships that are still trash, but they're not as bad as the, the one that was before that. <laughs> We start accepting things because, okay, well, I, I got the cure from that thing. So I'm going to go over here. Now, this guy may not be as trash as the last guy. But I want you to understand that you got to challenge your thought process because you can't go good, better, best if what you started from was trash. Does that make sense? So you... <laughs> Sometimes in relationships, we revere the person that we're with when we're wounded and we're not healed and we don't have that self-awareness and we're just trying to have a band-aid instead of a surgery. We will go ahead and accept the thing and call it best, but we're going to good and dang them well. The thing that we started first with was trash, so now we're really in our good season. Stop trying to make that person that's in your life be the best. You haven't got there yet. You still on good. You haven't gotten the better, so you sure ain't just circumvented and went all the way to the best at least challenge that thought process to ask yourself if it is and if it is why is it once you start challenging yourself and asking those questions that's where your breakthrough comes from then you can start to reverse engineer that thing and start to heal from it you good better best but if you started with trash you bet right now you in your good season just okay and that's fine be with your good season that's fine don't pretend like it's the best do you know what the best is yet maybe not because you just came from the trash <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying I just want to challenge you to challenge yourself you know <clears throat> excuse me again we get caught up thinking that our healing is going to be tied to something outside of us that one more conversation will help bring the clarity that well if I just no if I no <laughs> with they no 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 it ain't you are going to have barriers instead of breakthroughs if you constantly accept things instead of challenge things if you consistently place band-aids on things that are going to require a surgery, and if you are constantly and consistently looking outward instead of in and up, you will stay in your cured season and you will continue to accept things and you will continue to place band-aids and you will continue to look outward because you haven't gotten your healing yet. And earlier I shared that I had the lumpectomy. 
had I stopped there, I'd probably be dead by now. Probably. Probably. Had I stopped there and just got on that tiny little lump out, I'd probably be dead by now. But I had to go back. And I had to have both breasts removed. Okay. All right, cool. Well, then. Ooh. You dust your hands off. Okay. Everybody all right? Everybody okay? We made it. Never would have made it. And God said, that's not it. We got to go back in. There's more. I, I just want to, I want to make sure that I have eradicated those thought processes. That I have annihilated the, the connection you had with that relationship. That I have fully removed all of the cancer in your mindset. Okay. Okay, God, go ahead. All right. Cool. Bet. Okay, but now I need to go back, back in. <laughs> I'm, I'm using this, I'm illustrating, using this as an illustrator, if you can understand that. It is a process. It is a process. And it is uncomfortable. But on the other side of that uncomfortability is peace and joy and freedom and love and light. I'm in right there. I love y'all. <clears throat> Excuse me, I love y'all. And I am, again, extremely, extremely excited for the Diamond Life Luncheon. It is taking place October 23rd in Ontario, California um, from 1 to 4. Link will be in the show notes. We're doing the live recording of the season finale of From Cured to Healed at that event. And again, just super duper duper excited. Um, whew. So this year, as I said before, we are, we are having vendors and another vendor that I want to make sure that I represent and, and um, discuss is Shady Bee Fans. Now, these are, if you have ever seen these big fans, I, don't, I mean, I'm calling them big, but they, they have beautiful sayings on them. They have catchy sayings. So uh, one fan I saw that she has says shade on it, <laughs> um, but the, the fans have all kinds of different things and pictures and different things on them and I'm super excited to have Shady B fans be a vendor at the Diamond Life Luncheon. You can find Shady B fans on Instagram and Facebook at Shady the Letter B fans. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you have an amazing rest of the week. Uh, be good and make good decisions and uh Thank you. Thanks for rocking and rolling with me. Uh, If you know someone that this might be a blessing to, that you feel that they might be stuck in their cured season and we're trying to get them to healed, please share this. And again, all of this data is going to be in the show notes. So I hope that y'all 
um, come join us. We have several other vendors that are going to be at the event. Um, free massages and cocktail hour and all the things, honey, just all the things. So I look forward to seeing y'all then and I will talk to you guys Monday. Have a great day, y'all.